I'm Elder Shanina Walker, and thank you for joining us today on our podcast, Yasha, Young and Sharing His Anointing. Today on our Let's Wrap readings, we're going to be concluding with our four-part soul series entitled, Anchor Your Soul. Today, we're going to begin with our part four entitled, Lifter of My Soul. Before we begin, I just want to take this moment to thank everyone who has listened to and followed these powerful four-part teachings on the soul. I guarantee you that if you continue to listen to this series again and again and allow these teachings to get into your spirit, you will begin to be transformed in your soul realm. What do I mean by soul realm? I mean your mind, your will, your intellect, and your emotion. You will never be the same again. Now for the conclusion of Anchor Your Soul. Part four, Lifter of My Soul. We're going to begin reading in Psalms, the third chapter, beginning at the first and second verse. And it reads as thus, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? Many are they that rise up against me. Many be which say of my soul, there is no help for him in God. But thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory and the lifter of my head. As we begin to look at this chapter in the book of Psalms, I can clearly see there is no doubt by King David's own account, he was going through something. We can see in this chapter, he was expressing just how helpless he felt about the situation of his soul. His soul was being overwhelmed with concerns and feelings about his enemies who were out to get him. To make matters worse, they began to challenge his soul realm, or shall I say his belief in God, by planting seeds of doubt that God could even help him or that God had somehow abandoned him. Remember we talked about in our soul realm is where our thoughts, our will, our mind, our intellect, our emotion, our beliefs reside. If you can for a moment, just like me, put yourself in the pages of this chapter, just for one moment in the state of mind as David was, I'm almost sure you'll be able to relate to what King David was going through. There's a scripture in the Bible that says, when our heart is overwhelmed, lead us to the rock that is higher than I. David realized that this rock, his deliverance was in the name of the Lord. So he cried out to the Lord saying, Lord, how are they increased that trouble me? In other words, those people that are troubling me have increased Lord. There's not just one person or one situation Lord, but there's a lot of people that have raised up against me. I can almost hear the concern in the tone of David's writing, no doubt feeling hurt, and discouraged. David went on to say, there are many people, Lord, that are saying there is no help for me in you, for my soul. Have you ever met someone who said he or she is a mess? Girl, I don't know if anybody can help them. Or have you heard the lies for yourself from the devil? You see, the devil is a liar. The Bible says he's the father of liars. He is vindictive. He is conniving. He will get you in a situation and then have the audacity every now and then to whisper in your ear, telling you the situation you're in right now, no one can help you. Then convinces you that not even the Lord can help you. He loves to operate in our soul realm. That is why it is so important that we crucify the flesh, our soul realm, and submit it to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. When we look back at our scripture, 
What I'm glad about is David realized even in the midst of being surrounded by enemies and naysayers, doubters, he put to rest all the chitter chatter of the enemy and of his soul realm by saying in the third verse, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me. What King David was declaring was, O Lord, you are my protection against the blows or the missiles of my enemy. You, O Lord, are the protection against someone or something from danger, from risk, from unpleasant experiences. You, O Lord, are my protection. He was in no uncertain terms saying, so be still, be quiet. We have to be like King David and learn how to talk to our soul rim and submit it to God. But David went on and said, but thou, O Lord, art a shield for me, my glory. In other words, my prestige, my honor, my nobility, the quality of my being noble in character. In other words, I don't have to act up because you acting up. I possess the qualities of being noble in character, not because of me, but because the Lord is my shield. We have to be like King David and learn to take it to the Lord in prayer. We don't have to retaliate or slander the name of our enemies like they might be doing ours. We're not going to stop doing what God has called us to do or lose our mind because they're coming against us. The Bible tells us, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. So in other words, the Lord is our mind. He is my virtue. He is my goodness. He is my decency. You see, when it comes to the enemy, we have to be wise. We can't do what he expects us to do, but we have to do the opposite to what he expects. So we can't, I'm not going to treat you bad because you treat me bad. The Lord is my integrity. No matter what you do to me, I have to stand for what is right. In the words of our former first lady, Michelle Obama, she said it right. When they go low, you go high. I have one even better. When they go low, you stay high. What am I saying? Don't even go down to their level and there'll be no reason to have to go high because you will already be high. Let the spirit of the Lord be your integrity and not your soul realm. Let's declare today, Lord, you are everything that's good about me. Not only that, but you're the lifter of my head. And if you believe that God is the lifter of your head, just know that he is going to bring you out of every situation with your head held high. You see, David knew the secret. He knew from past experience that being young and now old, that he had never seen the righteous forsaken, nor a seed begging bread. He knew that the Lord was his strong tower, that he could run in and be safe. He knew that no weapon formed against him should prosper and that when his enemies came in like a flood, the Lord would be his standard. Now let's apply. Have you ever felt what King David is feeling right now? If not, live a while. Because the truth is, hurt and discouragement, in fact, are the realities of our everyday life. In one way or another, something or someone is always there trying to come against your soul rim. Have you ever experienced what I like to call soul hurts? If you listen to the podcast, you know I often talk about this and have covered this in previous podcasts. A soul hurt is not a normal, you hurt my feeling kind of pain. It's a kind of pain that feels as though pieces of your heart are being ripped out of your body. It's the kind of pain that leaves you feeling broken, inadequate. It leaves you with feelings of hopelessness and helplessness. Soul hurts have the tendency to isolate you to the point where you feel as though you've been abandoned. Soul hurts have the tendency to disrupt your entire soul realm, your mind, your will, your emotion, your intellect, your memories, your thinking, your reasoning, your attitude, 
Soul hurts have the capability to affect every part of your being, spirit, soul, and body. For example, have you ever felt like you were in love and you gave this person all of you more than you should have only to have them hurt you, betray you, walk out and leave you? That's a soul hurt. Maybe you experienced the loss of a loved one, your mother, your father, your sister, your brother, or your, even your child. It is these type of soul hurts that affect every part of your being. Let's start with your body. Your body is affected when you're going through a traumatic experience or any type of soul hurt. There are some situations and circumstances that you might find yourself going through and all of a sudden now you can't eat or you eat too much. You lose weight or you're gaining weight. You can't sleep or you stay up all night walking the floor. You can't stop crying. Body, your body is affected by this soul hurt. Your soul, your soul is affected because you can't stop thinking about that person or that situation, past memories or of the soul rim or overwhelming your mind, your emotions are wreck. You go from loving them to hating them. You go from happy thoughts to mad thoughts, to feeling sad thoughts, to depressed thoughts, uh, to anxious feelings. You can't control or explain. Even your attitude is all over the place, thus affecting your personality. Your reasoning is off. You start making bad choices, wrong decision. When your soul realm is being affected, you'll find yourself doing things that you never would have thought you would have done in your life. Now we're talking about how soul hurts can affect the body. We talked about the body. How, now we're talking about how it can affect your soul. When you remember our soul realm, our mind, our will, our emotion, our intellect, our feelings, our personality, all that lies in the soul realm. This is how soul hurts will affect the soul realm. Now our spirit, how does soul hurts affect our spirit? It affects our spirit because your belief system is now being challenged in a situation or the circumstance that you're going through. Why? Because now that situation or the circumstance that you're in is causing you to doubt God. You may even find yourself beginning to question God, wondering why he allowed this situation or this thing to happen in your life. Why did you take my mother? Why did you take my father or my child? You begin to think about your purpose and the meaning of life. If someone you love walked out on you, you begin to make statements like, I wasted all my time on this person for what? All my good years. And most of the time in these type of situations, instead of anchoring our soul in the word of God under leadership of the Holy Spirit, we allow our soul realm to lead us. We become controlled by our feelings, our emotion, our faith is tested. Many of us fail the test in these times of trouble and stop trusting God altogether. We have to stop allowing our soul realm to be controlled by our own thoughts, our will, our emotions, and submit our soul, body, and spirit to the Holy Spirit. I hope you're getting this today. I just want to encourage you that no matter what you might be going through right now, no matter how painful it might be, just know that the Lord is the lifter of your soul. He can and will make you whole again. Psalms 43 and 5, David once again is talking about his soul, asking his soul some questions. David said in Psalms 43 and 5, why are you cast down, O my soul? Why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise him, my salvation, my God. It's time to have a talk with your soul realm. David began to talk to his soul, 
Acts in the soul realm. Why are you cast down my soul? Why are you in turmoil? Some of you are walking around today in turmoil. Some of you, your spirits are cast down. You're depressed. You're oppressed. You don't know what to do. You're tired. I remember in my own life when I was dealing with my own depressions, I, it just felt like I was so tired. Like all I wanted to do was just lay down and sleep. I just wanted to be left alone. I just wanted to go somewhere and pull the covers over my head. So many of you today are feeling like you're just tired. You go to bed tired. You wake up tired. You just feel like you're not getting enough sleep. I found a quote on the internet that says sleep does not help a tired soul. It's not sleep that you need, but I submit to you today that what you truly need is to have your soul realm restored. The Lord is the anchor of your soul. We have to know without a shadow of a doubt that our help is in the name of the Lord. He, in fact, is the lifter of our soul. Only God, only the Lord, Elohim, Jehovah Rapha, our healer, Yahweh Shalom, our peace. Only God, only the Lord can lift your soul from a horrible pit. Just surrender your soul to his Holy Spirit. Stop being conformed to the ways of this world and begin to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. How? By daily reading and studying and listening to his word. There is nothing too hard for God, not even you. I preached a message years ago out of the book of Genesis. Think about what he can do with a mess. God created the world in seven days without nothing because the earth was void and without form. If God can create the earth in seven days without nothing, think about what he can do with a mess. And that mess, my dear, might be you. So if you're finding that it is you today, let's pray. Lord God, we thank you once again for supplying us with your everlasting word, allowing me to teach and reach hurting souls. Thank you, Father, for allowing them to have full access to your word. You told us that we perish for the lack of knowledge, not because it's not plentiful, but because we have neglected to use that which has been provided for us. We come to you today asking that you help us to be transformed in our soul realms by the renewing of our minds through your word. We humbly submit ourselves to your authority. Forgive us of our sins, creating us a clean heart, renew a right spirit. Help us that we might worship you at all times in spirit and in truth. We need you in our lives like never before. You are the air we breathe. It is in you we live, move, and have our being. We are nothing without you. Help us to show appreciation by holding fast to the teaching and the resources that you have provided. Help us not to take the servants or your word for granted, lest they be taken away. We ask all these things in your son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As always, we thank you for joining us today on our podcast, Yasha Young and Sharing His Anointing. I am Elder Shanina Walker. Until next time, have a blessed day.